Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and PocketCast. And do not miss these posts on Warren-USA and DanaGlennSmith.com. Struggle of generations in perilous times has relevance today. While you may believe these are the times of the end, there are those who disagree. The truth here is that it matters not that you agree. Showers of Blessings in Time Harvest Showers of Blessing. This phrase is connected with the greatest end-time prophecies of all time. In the context of this is also a paramount warning to the shepherds today of the Lord's flock. Deceitfulness, discernment, and decision describe these lawless end of days in which we live. Reflecting Reflecting, though, I can see John the Baptist dressed in camel's hair and broadcasting the words, Make straight paths for the Lord. And the following are the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Global War Gospel Missionary Living, Loving Jesus at Warren Radio Global War Gospel is real to those who pay attention to it. Overseas, in many areas, we find the war over the gospel is real and deadly. Pentecost Fullness, classic at Warren Radio series. It is the fullness given by God since the giving of the Torah God has worked. Now with the arrival of the Holy Spirit and the birth of the congregation of believers, we find the plan of God's coverage in this festival of Pentecost. Of Pentecost. Christian Standing Guard Spiritual Battle. Christian Standing Guard reminds us that there is an entry into our arena of living, family, and way of life. Many nations have in the past fought wars, been invaded, and lost their very lives when the enemy entered into the camp. And do not miss our latest Warren Radio episodes from the week of April 5th through April 7th. Christian Clarity, Martyrs for Jesus, Cost of Faith, 
Bloodshed, End of Days, Christian Persecution at Warren Radio. You Shall Break Forth, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 168 on Battle Lines. Sons of God, Throne of Iniquity, Part 8 on Sound of Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can buy your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, and the Rising eBook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglennsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the Warren, the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition. This segment is Sound the Shofar. We've been doing Sound the Shofar for many, many years. It's been on different days of the week. And then we came to Friday in the morning. It's trying to snow here today because here it either does or it doesn't. It's trying. Around here we just got done with three foot of snow. The drifts were deeper than that. Today the mountain is getting it. We sit nestled beneath the mountain here, and we got mountains all over in the area within a hundred miles, pretty much. You know, America is a beautiful place. We have Death Valley. Actually went there, Tower and I. I was interviewing for a job and uh, I'm a chef by trade, food and beverage manager by trade, restaurant owner by trade, and uh, 
It just wasn't a fit for me or for them. But it was a beautiful place. But I did work up in the park. I was location chef up there. Working in the shadow of the Teton and Jackson Lake. It was gorgeous. Bears running all over. We even found a bear in our where we keep all the garbage. I don't know how he got in there because it's all locked up. But apparently one of my cooks took the garbage out and didn't. I don't know. Somehow we got in there. <laughs> Boy, it was a scare. 7 o'clock in the morning when, you know, some of my people were doing our morning stuff and I was getting ready on the line of various other things. All of a sudden I heard a little yell and went out there and the bear was leaving. He had been finished. He ignored the cooks that were there. He ignored us all. We were standing there watching him. He was close. He just was looking for breakfast. <laughs> Life is good, but it's even better if you know that God watches over you. So if you don't know the Lord, you can know him. And if you're having troubles, God can hear and he can do something for you. So seek the Lord. Look to him. Walk in his light as he is in the light. 1 John chapter 1. Be born again of the Spirit. John 3. Receive him. John 1. He went to his own and they received him not. But to as many as did receive him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to those who believe on his name. And don't forget repentance. Romans. Chapters 3 through 7. You can come to know him by walking in that light and believing in him, being born again of the Spirit. It's real important that uh, people draw close to the Lord. I mean, at any stage in your life. But we have serious issues in America today. And... The judgment of God is not in my hands. It's in the Lord's hands. I can warn you. I can go through scripture for you. I can pray for you. But I can't make you love God. I can pray that you'll love God. Yeah. I can rebuke the spirits that are attacking you or causing you to have problems coming to the Lord. Yes. Because the power is in prayer. And in the spirit realm, that is where the truth lay. Believe me. 
when you pass over there will be truth and righteousness in that realm is where God is going to finally completely absolutely destroy wickedness and evil and the devil and all of his minions it and like we sing what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see when I look upon his face the one who saved me by his grace what a day what a day what a day that will be oh, I love those old songs you know we're in our 25th year and I'm leading up to doing our show today which is he who comes my heart says yes my body my soul my spirit says yes but we've got a ways to go folks there's trouble on the horizon and there's sheer wickedness in this country people who delight to do evil and harm others and unfortunately there's a lot of that going on in this country today we need a sweeping revival more than we need breath we need a revival more than we need air and we need sustenance believe me for unless there's a revival the hand of God will come down more than you've ever seen the country that has been blessed, the nation who attracted multitudes of people from around the world and came into this country to live a life and to have faith in God. We are real close to more trouble than you've ever can imagine and we've got the wicked who are taking advantage of the day and so today as I look to the Lord about this particular segment I think of the Lord's coming because that is exactly the title he who comes but I'll tell you before he comes there is going to be sorrow And the judgment is going to fall. And it's going to directly impact America. 
And if Americans proceed with the evil that they want to do, which is to kill little babies, abortion is bad enough. It's murder. But when you want to take a baby beyond nine months and have it be born alive and you want to kill it, that is murder. It's blood guilt. And for every innocent life that you shed, it's blood and kills it. There is a curse, both on the land and the individual that did it. Now we're not talking about just abortion here. We're talking about what people want to do. Be able to freely kill babies outside the womb once they're born. And in some cases, there are those connected to Satan's temple who want to take that little baby while it's alive, carry it across the street to their satanic temple and murder it in a ceremony to the devil. And the minute you start doing that, there's going to fall a cursed God the likes of which you've never seen. I warn you now, and God will require the blood. Now you better listen. The blood of every baby that you've murdered in abortion. And he will require the blood of everyone that you sacrificed that baby to the devil. Now you can be forgiven. But yet there will be a curse of that blood that will be upon the land. And it can only be resolved today through forgiveness and restoration through the Lord and his blood that was shed on Calvary. But if you don't, that blood will always remain a curse on the land and on the people. Not on the innocent people, but on the ones who did it. Innocent blood. You're not going to get away from this blood guilt. Because it occurred during the time that the Lord was on this earth. And as the Jews yelled at the Roman authorities to crucify the Lord, Pilate had washed his hands of anything concerning the Messiah, having confessed that he found no fault in him, but he gave in to the Jews. Now make no mistake, the Lord, that was the purpose for him to come and to die, but yet he was innocent. 
But within this scenario, the Jews who were calling for his death, they were saying, let his blood be on our heads. And it was. When General Titus came and destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, Josephus records, I think it is a million Jews died at that time. And so, America, you had better be careful. You had better wake up. Because I can't do anything about your blood guilt. I can pray for you to repent. I can tell you to repent. But God knows your heart. And if you go to the Lord, he knows your heart before you ever get there. He will know whether you're truly repentant. Because there's one thing. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a person sows, that is what he will reap. God is not going to be mocked. He knows your heart. He knows what you're going to do. If you come to the Lord, be honest. Be open and sincerely look to the Lord and in your repentance he will forgive you, restore you, and bless you. Now today, he who comes reveals to us what our Lord Jesus Christ had warned us about. You see, the Lord comes, but he also warned about deceivers who would come in his name. And over the years of these going on 25 years now, I have tracked down and found a number of antichrists who openly said that they were the Lord. They were found around the world, by the way. And there was one here in America. So, yes, the Lord's coming, but the deceivers are here right now. Second, he comes in the clouds. Very important. That is the one sign you will look for. Because the deceivers do not come in the clouds. And if you happen to see a spaceship land over in D.C. and out walks some dude that claims to be Jesus and he's come back let me tell you something. The Lord does not need your stupid vehicles to get around. So number one, the Lord is coming. Number two, the deceivers are coming as well. 
Number three, the main thing of this is do not be deceived. I think if there was anything, that would be the important one. In Luke thirteen twenty two through 35, And he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? And he said unto them, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter in and will not be able to. You know, when we talk about a straight gate, we talk about the rules of entrance. Unless you know the doorman and the one behind the door, and he opens up a little window to look at you, and you have to tell him what he wants to hear in order to let you in. Well, that's how man does it. But the Lord will know you before you ever get close enough. Strive to enter into the straight gate. In other words, the Lord said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. That's the straight gate. There is no other gate. But there are many who tell you there's another gate. There's many who laugh this off and say, well, you can go out and send as much as you want. This is not a game. This is not a religion. This is an experience with the living God. This is the restoration of your fallen nature to the God nature that you were born with originally intended to have rather when once the master of the house has risen up and has shut the door and you begin to stand without and knock at the door saying Lord Lord open to us and he shall answer and say unto you I know you not whence you are Then shall you begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence you are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. He's talking to the Jews that are there. He's talking to his own people. He's not going to know you because you've seen him on the streets in Jerusalem. He's going to know you because you have repented and come, and come to him. And you've walked in his ways. And there will be those that will try to argue. 
And you can probably run into some of those on the street today. Oh yeah, we know all about God. We don't worry about Him. When we meet Him, we'll let Him know. We're going to be fine. Okay, whatever. You ain't going to let anybody know, Buster. Because on the day of judgment, as all the witnesses will stand, the believers, they shall hear everything. They will know automatically because you're in the Spirit. They're redeemed. Everything will be made known. Every person that stands, every secret sin, everything that is unrepented for, they will know. Because everything will be made plain. Everything will be known. That is the spirit realm. And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves thrust out. Again, he's talking to those to whom he'd been witnessing on the street and in the temple. And the main part of the resistance was coming out of the chief, you know, the high priest, the Sanhedrin, the high priest, all of the others that are with him. Even after the resurrection of Lazarus from the dead, they wanted to destroy Lazarus too along with the Lord because Lazarus being resurrected caused people to believe. And they shall come from the east, from the west, from the north, and from the south and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. Now that means from all nations on earth there's going to be people that are redeemed. And these shall be both Gentile and Jew. And they will all know Yahshua. So when we talk about the throne of iniquity, there is a throne of iniquity, but there is a throne of righteousness. And God has not called you to iniquity. He has called you to salvation and righteousness. And to his heavenly father. To the Messiah. The son of David. The branch. The Lord has called you. For a time as this. And as you see things happen in America. You know. It can be pretty scary. But God is in charge. But make no mistake. There's only one way. Now we continue with the Lord's little thing here. In verse 30 it says, and this is the same. This is in Luke and behold, there are last which shall be first, and first which shall be last. 
The same day came certain of the Pharisees, saying unto him, Get thee out and depart hence, for Herod will kill thee. And he said unto them, Go ye and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out devils and do cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must walk today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets, and stonest them that are sin unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate, and verily I say unto you, you shall not see me until the time come, when you shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Now you see, Jesus did ride through the streets of Jerusalem. And the people did herald him as he who comes in the name of the Lord. But see, he was crucified after this. All this was done, though, that it, and this is found in Matthew 21, 4 through 11. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and the colt, the pole of an ass. Now see, the next time that you're going to see him in the clouds of the sky, he's going to be in glory and his army will be with him. He's not going to be sitting on a horse, not that kind of horse. And he won't be coming in from the country riding on the road. You can throw branches down. He's coming as ruler and king of kings and lord of lords. This is your suffering servant the Son of God that is riding on that colt, you know, the baby, the, the younger one. And so they went through a big effort, you know, spreading down clothes and various things and branches to make a way for royalty. And there were those there saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. And when he was come to Jerusalem, the city was moved saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. But you see, there was a conspiracy about to get rid of him. 
coming from the highest offices. See, when you see God move, you can always depend on the devil and his minions to find a way to destroy what you're trying to do. Now you see today, Donald Trump has been a target of wicked men, wicked prosecutors supported by Soros. And as, you know, I'm on the internet all the time, putting our stuff up, writing articles and stuff, and I didn't see one Christian organization support Donald Trump at all. Not one. And you know, this is a guy that all he wanted to do was good. This is a guy that openly declared that Jesus was in charge. Yet, they plot his destruction. They rejoice over his destruction. Many of the young woke rejoice at his destruction. They are so happy that he's in jail. They don't even care why he's in jail as long as he's gone. And you see the Republicans, the rhinos, and even the regular ones. They don't say nothing. They're waiting for him to get crucified. You know, the Lord said, he said, if they will do this to me, they will do it to you. Meaning, if they hated me, they will hate you. They crucified me, they will crucify you. And if they will crucify or destroy Donald Trump and use any means to do it, including lie and plot, exactly what uh, Pelosi and Oliver Group did, when they tried to blame him for the Russian collusion. I mean, it is so old now that they never stop. They never quit. And it's wickedness. And God knows what you're doing. Whatever you reap, I mean, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Now see, it says here in Luke 19, 41, when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. In other words, they can't see. For the day shall come upon thee that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee about and keep thee in on every side. That's the siege of Jerusalem. And shall lay thee even with the ground and thy children within thee. And they shall not live thee, leave thee in thee one stone upon another because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. 
And he went into the temple, began to cast out them that sold therein, and them that bought, saying, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he taught daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to destroy him. And he could not find what they might do, for all the people were very attentive to him. The people liked him. They, many of them, knew who he was, but the religious order political establishment didn't know who he was. They were afraid of losing their own power. Circa 2023. Now, Donald Trump is not Jesus Christ. But see, we have people in this country that openly want to destroy Donald Trump for doing good. I only bring this up because it is a glaring example. Number one of rash stupidity, rash jealousy, rash hatred. And then they plot to kill him. Now you end up killing him in this way by sending him to jail and destroying his life. His blood is on your hands. His blood will be on you, those of you Democrats who are doing this. His blood will be on you, those of you who are Republicans who said nothing. His blood will be on you, the American people who sat by and laughed while this was done to him. And woe unto you leaders who sit in your houses of prayer and your edifices so fine in America. God knows what you have done. And you will not escape the judgment as well. Because one thing about it, we find Judas betrayed innocent blood, and that innocent blood was betraying Jesus. Matthew 27, 1 through 10. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. Now these are the religious leaders and those who support them getting together took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. What had he done? Nothing. He gave them the word of God. He didn't do anything. And they sought to destroy him. That is innocent blood if you kill him. And he was prophesied. He knew he was, came to die on the cross. He knew ahead of time what they would do to him. But thank God for his redemption on the cross for us. And so they bound him and led him away. Now this, remember, this is the Son of Almighty God. This is the Eternal One. 
This is the one which today in Revelation chapter 1 is called the Almighty. Then Judas, which had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Now you see, everybody knows about that. But look in America, uh, look in the mirror, America. Because you're betraying innocent blood right now. And, uh, <clears throat> and I'm talking to the people who are literally involved in this. I'm talking to the people who were laughing when they saw him arrested. Rejoicing that he is gone. I'm not defending his righteousness or unrighteousness. I'm telling you that he is innocent blood. And he has done nothing worthy of death at all. But you people don't care. There's nothing more sickening than to have a nation that was once known for its freedom and for its justice. To be at this point to where there is no freedom, there is no justice, where the government sides with the globalists and wants to control everything, who wants to destroy your dollars so they can control you by using the digital currency. By the way, if you had been listening to me many years ago, we're in our 25th year, so you go back 25 years you would have heard me warn you about the digital currency which was to come and the digital things itself. I would have warned you about technology and what it's going to do that it will enslave. Because man does not listen. Many people don't listen. I have told you this. And I have done this with one goal, to do what God has called me to do. I have not gotten rich off the gospel. I have not sought your money. I have not sought your okay. I have labored. I have written. I have published. I have put up our websites, all in an effort to keep the cost down so I could do one thing. 25 years of my life for one thing to tell you America that the America that you used to know would cease to exist. I knew that America would cease to exist I would say more than 50 years ago when I was, when I was told that and I was shown. I used to tell people in Bible school where I graduated. <laughs> people didn't believe me then. They thought I was nuts. 
I got news for you, America. I've been through the fall of America so many times. I will wish, I pray to God that you will repent and will save this nation. And the latest article I put on there that there is an escape. You don't have to be destroyed. But you and your stubbornness won't listen. You and your stubbornness won't take time to read the article. You and your stubbornness will listen to some of these other preachers who stand up there and speak to you and give you nice things. Well, I'm here to tell you that your nice things are not going to be nice. I'm telling you that you are not going to be raptured when you think you're going to be raptured. I'm telling you that the judgment of God is going to fall on the church first. Then after that, the end shall come. Now it doesn't say, I'm not saying that those who truly know the Lord are not in his favor. If you're guilty, it'll fall on you. If you're not guilty, you can look to the Lord. And he can hear and help you. But we have marching orders. And believe you me, there is, there are those who are betraying innocent blood every day because there's other innocent out there beside Donald Trump. And I'm not saying he was, uh, you know, the example of virtue and perfection. He's not. He's just a mere mortal. You show me one Christian who's perfect. You'd be hard pressed to find one of those. But in Christ we are found perfect. That's where you need to be. <clears throat> In Matthew twenty six thirty one, the Lord said, All ye or all you shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. And that's where Peter said, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Then Jesus told him, This night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice or three times. Still Peter persisted, though I should die with thee, yet will I will not deny thee. Well see, Peter learned a lesson. God forgave him. But you see, there's a lot of people offended in the Lord today. And there's a lot of people who know the Lord. The devil is at work. But so is the Lord. And in our weekly broadcast, as an advocate for the persecuted church, we bring you good stories of deliverances and miracles. We've been doing this for many years, and all along we find 
right in the middle of chaos, right in the middle of death, right in the middle of danger, we see the Lord appearance and saving his believers, his people, from those who try to kill them. Now, not everyone gets saved like that. And I mean from physical death. There's a lot of other believers of the leaders themselves, Christian pastors, who are getting killed and murdered. Their families are killed and murdered, run out of town, all for the faith of Jesus. Because you find in these things about the Lord that the religious were all offended. The people were offended. They were coerced by the religious. And finally they coerced the Roman political authorities to crucify the Lord. And of course you can say, well he came to die. What's the big deal? The big deal of it is, is the hearts of those and what they did to kill him. And the big deal is, even today, the Lord says, they have done this to me, they will do it to you. Come out of her, my people, was the command to the believers in Revelation who were living in the city God was going to judge. He said, come out of her. So you're not a partaker of her sins and receive of her plagues. We're in the world. We're not of the world. We're not here to receive the plagues. We're here to walk in the Lord and find deliverance and rescue as many that will listen. That's why we're here. We're talking about the throne of iniquity here and there's a throne of iniquity not just held by Satan and his evil angels but there are thrones of iniquity held down by principalities and powers which are human beings that have given their soul and their whole life over to the devil and the dark one. We see that among the young people too, especially among these new ones that are all woke. We see a lot of them that are confused as well, that don't know where they're going. In other words, your young people are going to hell right now. They're being led astray. And where are the churches? Yeah, I know about all your revivals. But that's not the kind of revival we need. We need an earth-shaking, shattering, magnificent revival from one part of this nation to the other, from the White House all the way to the Dog House and down below, wherever people are, we need repentance. And we need everybody to appeal to the Lord God of Heaven that he would heal and spare. Because if you think this thing is going on just willy-nilly, it's not. And God is going to continue shaking. And at times it may seem to cool down a little. But this thing ain't over, folks. Not by a long stretch. And see, this needs to be heard from the rooftops as well. 
you know, the Muslims have the call to prayer. And they don't even serve the right God. While Christians who serve the true and the living God can't even testify or witness. Now there are those that do it, make no mistake, I know that. And I know what the cost is overseas where the, where the people do that. Because we've reported on it firsthand. We know. So we will finish next week. Not finish, finish. Because on our Friday shows, we have a little bit of free chat time. And then we go into our teaching. This is a little bit of a more relaxed atmosphere. Covering things that we need to pay attention to. So today I pray that the Lord will keep you and bless you. Don't fear. The Lord has, has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. You need the love of Jesus. So do the people in this nation and around the world. They need the love of the Lord. But the wrath is coming. The pit is expanding and getting hotter. And heaven is our goal. Father, we thank you for this time in your word. Bless your word to the hearts of those that hear this whenever they do. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. And in Jesus' name, thank you, Father, for your mercy, for your word, for your spirit, and for your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Also, check out my book, The Rising. You'll find it in the store on danaglinsmith.com. There are some things in there that you need to read. It's a Christian fiction, but it has a lot of truth in it. Till next time, shalom everybody.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.